Alright, welcome again to Relative Reaction. We are on episode number 38, and as always, I'm your host, Travis. Um, I'm a brand. And we are so happy to have you here. Can't believe yep, you joined yep. us yet again for another episode. Yay! I'm, I, I'm ready for this week. Yeah! I had a nice busy end of my week so i am ready to be able to sit down and have some fun here <laughs> number 38 which is a class of famous steam locomotives uh, especially in like south wales it's like the most popular one in south wales which made me think of you yeah i love choo-choos and it's also the number of years it took the israelites to travel from kadesh barnia oh. to the zared valley in deuteronomy it was bill c38 that legalized same-sex marriage in canada oh there's also the over 38 clause, which is an NBA rule affecting players to turn 38 during their deal. They have to be paid so much and all. Wow. Lastly, it is the number of games played during the season in the Premier League and La Liga. So let's kick off episode 38. Yeah. Score! Goal! Goal! I love that guy. So do I. <laughs> Best announcer in all of sports. Yeah. I don't care what you say. Yeah. <laughs> No one gets into it quite oh, like him. He does get excited. I love it. It's awesome. Like I said, he is literally, I think, the best announcer in all the sports. Yeah. There's some great ones out there. Oh, yeah. He tops it, though, man. Agreed. Like, uh, who is it? The Milwaukee Brewers announcer. Oh, You don't have to like uh, the Brewers uh, work, but he is just an amazing an announcer. Like, you want to watch the game when he's announcing. I can't even think of his name now. I can't either. Oh, well. Yes, he's awesome, though. I know exactly who you're <laughs> yes, talking about. Yes, that's why I said I can't think of his name right now. It's completely blanking on me. Awesome, though. But a, a notoriously amazing announcer. So how's your week been so far? I have had an amazingly awesome week, and I cannot wait for this weekend coming up. Nice. It's just been good all around. It has, yeah. I can't say. I've, the weather is finally actually Yes, that's probably survivable. what makes it so much better. It started out freezing again, or literally below freezing, so cold it wouldn't snow. It warmed up to finally snow. Yes. Then we rained, mm -hmm. and then it's finally beautiful in like 55 today. Yes. I was out in just a really light sweat jacket today and was perfectly fine. Yes. Oh, so amazing. Been so long since <laughs> that happened. Usually I go to touch the doorknob to let the dogs in and out. My hand like freezes to it. I went to work yesterday with the windows down solely because I could. <laughs> because it was finally okay enough to have the windows open a little bit. Yay! I'm like, I can do this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it is amazing. Uh, now, one thing before we get too far into the podcast yep. that I want to go into, oh, I oh. want to talk about what your thoughts are, especially on these proposed MLB rule changes. Oh, let me know. Let me know. Ha have you been following this at all? They've been no, I haven't for actually. a little bit. Um, and they're actually placing, these are the new rules that are going to be in place for the 2019 Atlantic League championship season. Oh, if they go over well, they're looking at implementing them as soon as this year in the MLB after the All-Star break for the second half. They're looking at moving the mound back two feet, the pitching mound. Okay. Uh, the home plate umpire will be assisted in calling balls and strikes by a TrackMan radar tracking system. I can't, That's kind of different. There will be no mound visits permitted by players or coaches other than for pitching changes or medical issues. 
you no longer just oh you no longer can just you're either stall. taking them out or there's an injury and you're okay. checking to make sure okay. they can still play or if they need whatever all right pitchers must face a minimum of three batters or reach the end of an inning before they can exit a game unless the pitcher's injured Okay, okay, and I see that. So they can quit putting in one pitcher for, like, a left-handed? Yeah, and take when they do out? that at the end sometimes, can't do that anymore. Okay. Uh, it's gonna it's trying to increase the size of first, second, and third base from 15 inches uh, to 18. wonder why. I don't understand that one at all. They're going to require two infielders to be on the side uh, or on each side of second base when a pitch is released. That way you can't, like, do the defensive shifts, how they'll kind of do it depending yeah. on who's coming up. Oh, come um, on. That's that's a little much, but go ahead. The time between innings and pitching changes will be reduced from 2 minutes and 5 seconds to a minute and 45 seconds. Hustle! Distance from the pitching rubber, like I was saying earlier, was, is mm-hmm. going to be set at 2 feet. Those are, the, those are what the changes are going to be for the Atlantic League, and they might carry over into the MLB as soon as after the All-Star break this year. Which is, what, July 20th or something around there? Some of them, I understand, don't make much of a difference. But that base changing size, I don't... I'm, I'm like, curious as to why. I'm going to have to look that up. They're saying that the entire thing is all about trying to pick up the pace of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, all their changes. Yeah. Trying to make it... Uh, that more balls So it's be, not so slow. And yeah, they're trying to pick up pace and keep more balls in play. Okay. So you can't just foul out. So they're trying to make the base a little bigger so your defense is a little bit more structured. You can't do as many switches and going up this, that. That was, like, at least what I've been hearing is, like, their overall goal. I don't know, though. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, some of them are okay, but I got to be honest with you. Baseball, of all sports, is my favorite. Yeah. That's why I was really curious of all people to get your opinion. Yeah. And I, I, I like the way the game goes i like the way it moves a lot of people say baseball's too slow but i i disagree i like some like i actually don't mind the changing the innings and pitching changes down about 20 seconds or so because i don't think that's a lot of time change but i think that'll help a little bit for just those the clauses like when an inning's really quick it does kind of suck to wait i know it's only two minutes but it feels like long no i I understand that that. yeah um and I don't mind so much the no not longer being able to go up to the mound and stall or... Yeah, that one doesn't bother me. i got to be honest. I understand why they do it like and I the said, reasoning. You want to okay freeze the, pit, the player, the batter guy. I get all that, but... I'm okay with that change, and I yeah. get it. That makes sense. That way you, you know, mm-hmm. keep a little bit more energized, even though I understand also stalling is part of it, but it, yeah. it does... Keep, it'll it'll keep the game going, kinda, all right. I'm not so big on the like robot umpire style thing here. No, how come? Trackman, if I can ask, just so it's more consistent, so it's you know balls and strikes. Because, but I think it's part of it is you know certain umps play certain ways. Some are really really tight. On some their of them have a small strike zone. Strike some zone. some have a larger strike some zone. Some really right. look to the top of the bat, like hey, I I, I want it high is fine or low is fine or side. yeah like i think that's kind of part of it i i get where they're coming from they want it to be uniform but i don't like that i feel like that's part of the sport like i mean sorry sometimes i get mad as all get out at an ump when they suck oh but yeah i feel like yeah, that's yeah. part of it and it's not always because they're bad i feel like they might be bad maybe they aren't but i think it's part of 
I think something like that will be easily adaptable. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, to me, I'm just saying. That one, that one really kind of, I just, I, I didn't know how I felt about that. I do not like moving the pitcher mound back two feet. I how, think that's just. Why, if I, I may ask? I don't understand why we need to change that or fix that and make them closer to second base. What is wrong with the layout right now? What does that accomplish? So the balls are a little bit slower, so you have a better chance to hit them? I was just going to say, that's exactly why. I, I, You'll, they'll be left foul, less fouling. I don't I don't like that, though. I mean, I'm not saying I like it when there's 18 fouls in a row. Right. But I'm sorry. I, just, I like the way that part is set up. I feel like it's set very strategically and well. Same reason I don't agree gotcha. with the bases Pitch going speed up bigger old. size. Why? It's been that way since 19, what, 03 when the league formed? Or it like when the standards formed. I know the league was even before that, but when the bases became this size. It was back in like 1903 when the bases became this size, and they've been that way for forever. Home plate's been the same size in the MLB, the Atlantic, all the way down to Little League for forever. Like, right. why are we changing things like that? I That I don't understand. I don't. I'm not a fan of. So I'm a fan of some of it. I'm okay with the the time going down. I'm okay with less going to talk to the pitcher. I'm okay even with the pitchers having a minimum of three batters. Right. I right. I like, like that, that one. That one I could see. And they were also even talking about this one is isn't actually going to go into effect uh, to the Atlantic League, but they were talking about it for a proposed MLB change. Mm-hmm. Again, making a universal DH which I can't remember if we've talked on the podcast before or not. We may have. I don't remember. I don't understand but why I that's not... I don't like DHs. I don't understand why it's different in the same league. That always irritates me. I do... I, I will say this. I dislike the fact that the NL, there's no DH. In the AL, there is a DH. Right. That being said, I don't like the DH. No, not because I could I don't do like away the with the DH, there, sure. Not because I don't like the position. But because I don't like the fact that it takes the pitcher from hitting. Right. If we just added a rotation of 10 batters and 9 on the field, I would be okay with the DH. Okay, cool. We'll put 10, we'll make a 10 person batting order. You got 9 people out in the field. One person's just a designated hitter. I'm okay with that. I would gladly take the DH then. Yeah. I will take the extra batter and a longer lineup. Now, I, to do I, that. I, I what see. What I don't like is, I, is the pitcher not I hitting. I like the pitcher hitting. Yeah. I'm sorry. To me, that is such a, a a roll of the dice and a gamble, and I feel like it's part of a pitcher's charm is because they don't get to work on hitting as much. Right. It's not their main job. Their main job is you don't got to be the best hitter. You've got to be able to pitch, and you got to be able to pitch well. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a charm and a real good selling point when you get gems, and I, I use him as an example every time because he's just so good, Madison Baumgartner. Right, He's right. one of the few pitchers out there that will also hit a home run right back at you after pitching a no-hitter, you know, and, and do amazing things like that. Yes. So I, I like to use him as an example for that because I think that's part of what makes Madison Bumgarner so amazing. Is he a great pitcher? Uh, uh, stunning. And he would be an all-star even without ever having touched the bat. He's that good of a pitcher. However, I think that's part of what makes him so amazing is not only can he pitch well, he can flip it around and then also do these amazing hits. I think I like I think, watching the pitcher hit. Not only as you gotta you gotta know how to place that in your lineup and have someone coming up behind him because they're not always right. as quick as your leadoff hitter because that's it's usually right. your quickest person on the team. But you also gotta kind of focus in on 
okay, how are we going to pitch to him? We know he's not as good of a hitter. Or what if you get a, a, a yes. diamond in the rough that is amazing? No, I've always, always thought the DH should be done away with. I really, I see no use for it. I think it should be gone. Like I said, I I would be okay with the DH if it was a 10th person rotation. If we went to yeah, that would be different. The lineups, that would make a big difference. I would difference. actually be okay with that. Yeah. Would it be weird at first? Very. Because it's so set, everything is in threes in baseball. Mm-hmm. It's either a divisor of three, three strikes, three, you know, batters before, or three outs, I mean, sorry, not batters. You know, nine people in the lineup. So it would be weird at first, but I would be okay with that. I would have to watch a game with all the new changes to see if, it, if I like it, if it melds well. Because I love watching baseball. Yes. I love, I don't, I don't know if, 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 I don't know. I'd have to see all the changes implemented in a game to know if I'd like them, I think. I wouldn't mind catching an Atlanta game this year, though. Yeah. I don't usually watch much in the Atlantic League. No. Just because it's not exactly. televised and just like any other right. secondary league. They're not as, you know, heavily mm-hmm. televised. But I wouldn't mind watching a game this year just to see. Just to see them. I just agree. Just out of curiosity to watch it play out. No, I agree. That I would like to To myself. see if I feel the pace really changed, better, worse, different. But I just, I really want to hear your opinion on that because I just thought they were so, I don't know. I, I just don't know how I feel about that. And I, I know I'm not the best because I hate change to begin with. Some of them bother me. Like Some of them I don't really out of care. seemingly nowhere just to really... Big changes. I know there's going to be that many changes almost in every league every right. year. Things evolve. But oh, those yeah. are all big changes just to be... They are. All at once. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't you have know. to tell us your opinion. Yeah. And if they want to tell us your opinion, their opinion, not your opinion, how can they do that? Well, they can go to our Facebook page, Relative Reaction. They can tweet us, email us. Um, you you can rate us. That would be awesome. Yeah, that that is really. If you go you go rate us, that's above and beyond. If you go put that five star yeah, comment on wherever you, you listen to, it. you do it. That is amazing. And speaking of amazing and helping out podcasts, why yes, I am. Thank you. I heard oh. you're having a little podcast issue here, not with our podcast, but with I one am. of the ones you listen to. Yes, I'm so I was. Oh, what is it? A safe word to say without offending too much. I was irate. Since when have you cared about offending? Have we not? Do we need to go back to last week when you said quite possibly the most offensive comment we've had on air in 37 episodes? And that's saying something because I really thought I would hold that. So many more episodes to offend people. It's fun. (laughs) But in some way, shape, or form, I would definitely hold that trophy, and you managed to take that away. I love the uh, True Murder podcast, probably my favorite genre of podcast. With the exception of us, right? Yes. Now, my second favorite podcast is Sword and Scale with Mike Boudet. Love you, Mike. I am right now hailing your greatness. But it turns out that he got kicked off a Wondery because he's got a mouth and not afraid to use it, and everybody is in this, I'm so offended. So don't listen. 
there's a giant unsubscribe button. Which I'm don't hit that for us, Yeah, please. but don't hit that. We don't have one. But the other people <laughs> do. And if you hit that, you don't have to listen to them. But these people cannot do that. No, 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 no. They have to go around and say, he's just a misogynistic pig. And so Wondry dropped him, and now I don't know the fate of my second favorite podcast. Yeah, I so came I'm home pissed. and I, I, I was talking to you that day. And I was like, hey, how you doing? You know, how are you? And you're like, I'm pissed. I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> Getting all angry over here. Okay, I'm what? just so who did, who did angry. Podcast. Oh, sorry. That's... Zoe said something you didn't like. Nobody said you have to. You know what I mean. Everything is about what you like. If you don't like it, don't listen. Or here's an option: if you don't like it, grow a pair of balls and get over it. How about that? I would love to say that, but I think we know in our society that's not a thing. No, because everybody's offended anymore, and I'm tired of it. Yeah, which is a great time for a slight disclosure. <laughs> Before you listen any further, if you are easily offended, if you can be offended, if you know how to spell the word offended too quickly, <laughs> you might not want to listen to the rest of our podcasts. <laughs> we might we, quite frankly, you. don't give a shit. <laughs> Just saying. Thought, thought I'd throw that in there as a little, little yeah, disclosure. I liked it. It was perfect. <laughs> Worked out well. Well, uh, talk about being offended. Let's see how we'll offend people this week by going sure. into our first story. And what do we have I this week? I would just love to offend you one and all. Okay. Today, I am going to offend a few of you with this story. But oh, nice. Let's, let's start it off. <laughs> it's called CNN in the News. Do you get what I did there? You see, CNN gives the news. I said in the news. Just see. I liked it. I would have more okay. of a reaction if it was better, but I mean. No, it was that good. It was all right. You were stunned into silence. I understand. I was... It's okay. <laughs> Covington Catholic High Schooler Nick Sandman is suing CNN for $250 million. That's Enter a Sandman. lot of purses. Well, or in his case, a lot of crosses, crucifixes. Anyway. You totally you, missed my Metallica reference. Of oh, Enter I'm Sandman. sorry. <laughs> You're like, you do the enter to Sandman. Sandman. I was like, enter Sandman. <laughs> that was, that was perfect. Mr. Sandman. No, 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 a no. Dream. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you, Ray, you may remember Nick from the video that was posted and it went viral. I mean, it was everywhere, including on CNN. This, uh, the young boy had a mega hat on and he was being con confronted by an adult group of black Hebrew Israelites. Jesse Smollett's? No, he's not a black Hebrew Israelite. That's who Israelite? attacked him. Israelite. Israelite. man. Okay. And there we go. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Quick recap here. What it is, is adults confronts angrily a white youth in a mega hat, because suddenly everybody's offended by his stinking hat. Anyway. I mean, on their behalf, 90% of the people that wear that hat are usually giant pricks. That doesn't mean everybody is. I didn't say that. I'm not trying to, I'm not saying their defense. I'm just saying, let's be honest. 
I'm offended when people wear concert shirts that say Pink Floyd because they suck, but I don't do anything about it, do I? Ouch. (laughs) Anyway. Who hurt you as a child? (laughs) What what went wrong in your life? He, Eddie, this Nick Sandman is with the group. It's just another brick in the wall. <laughs> is with the group at a, at a school excursion in D.C. And a Native American elder steps in, faces Nick, fate, you know, in prayer, chanting, hoping to defuse this whole situation. Now, see, what the situation was is those Hebrew Israelites. I said it right this there time. There you go. They were hurling racial insults at him and his group because he was wearing this mega hat. They were calling him Cracker. There was even a uh, young black kid in the group, and they were calling him all kinds of names because they were all with the mega stuff. Anyway, the adult with the youth group told the group just to ignore these men and instead chant some school prayers you know don't get up in anybody's face just stand there and chant and you know maybe they'll go away well so that's what the kids did they just did their high school cheers oh yeah nothing major so this is when the elderly indian gentleman decided he was going to get involved had nothing to do with him but he decided he was going to get involved So he started walking what he said was up to the stairs at the top of the monument. And he was saying that Nick, the young boy, stood in his way. But if you watch the entire video, not just the 10 minutes that everybody posted, the entire video, you can see that there is more than enough room for the elderly man to go up the stairs if he so chooses. Instead, he stops in front of Nick, has a face down the entire time while chanting and beating a drum. Nick says nothing to this elderly man. Not one single solitary word. And he just remains still. He's looking at the the, uh, older gentleman. The older gentleman's looking at him. They're just staring at each other, and he done nothing but smile. That was all he did. He didn't smirk. He didn't say something smart, nasty. He smiled. Well, CNN showed just this brief part of it, as well as, like, all these other media outlets showed just a little tiny brief part of that whole video, which, if you go and watch the whole video, you'll see exactly what I'm saying. It's easily accessible to go and see that whole video. I have not, so I truly don't know. Okay. Well, they began to accuse Nick of harassing this elderly Indian gentleman and saying... I do remember hearing about him harassing a Native American. Right. They said he was harassing them. He was calling him names. He was sneering at him. He wouldn't let him go up to the top of the stairs, which was all lies media lies i just want to tell you people that because i know a lot of you believe if the media says it it's freaking biblical it ain't now nick who is now began to be accused of all this harassing and all he was wrongly stated that he was part of the group that was 
harassing the Hebrew Israelites. He was not part of that group. He wasn't anywhere near the other group that was harassing these Israelites. But they decided to pick on him, call him names, cracker, uh, white something, white fish, white, I don't know. But, you know, they was calling him all kinds of, uh, of racist names, and I guess it's okay because, well, I won't even get into that. Anyway, CNN could not resist going after a youth in a mega hat because everybody's doing it. It's like the big thing now. After this airing, Nick and his family, his parents, which he comes from a very loving family, they were they have been harassed. There has been death threats. Their house has been vandalized. And all because of this video and because CNN showed it on they broadcasted it live. That goes into how many millions of homes every day. So did everybody else. Why is CNN getting sued? Because CNN aired it. CNN was the first to air it. I believe they should get sued, but that's just a personal thing. Anyway, so after all this nonstop harassment, Nick and his family states that the, the damages that he's suing for are to deter, deter CNN and others from publishing false news only given half the story which we all know cnn does anyway he is suing the um the post the washington post as well because the next morning the washington post uh ran a story on the front page about how he was harassing the uh elderly indian gentleman i just have a hard time mm-hmm believing that he did absolutely positively nothing i'm not saying he, did he didn't everything. you can see it in the video i'm not saying he did everything there but it, i just have a hard time believing that he did absolutely positively he nothing he did for nothing. There to be as big of a scene all he did was wear a mega hat you can see the video they have because several people were videoing taping that day so they have several well, I mean there's always a ton angles of and all I mean you're you're in Washington DC right everybody's there to see these different monuments so you do have <clears throat> exactly millions of cameras out at all times just because not only the security cameras everywhere in DC but right. because everybody is either videoing you know certain things or taking pictures or there are you know, just a god-awful amount of cameras right. everywhere because it's Washington, In D. the C. video group, <laughs> you can plainly see Nick and his youth group and exactly what they're doing. I mean, there is no hiding it. You can see them exactly. You see uh, all they're doing is walking around the monuments, and they walk by the group of the black uh, Hebrew Israelites, and they, of course, pick him out because he is wearing a mega hat, and they instantly start to harass him. They tell him, does he know anything about the hat he's wearing? How racist it is? How he ain't nothing but a cracker? And, I mean, they're getting ignorant. And this is a youth. These are adult men telling a youth that he ain't nothing but a how white cracker. How, how young was he? He's in what high school. He? I think he's 16, 15, 16. Okay, I thought he was like 17 or 18. No. So, and you can see that he doesn't pay them any mind. They go over to the group. 
and the guys are still yelling at him. The I guess he was a teacher. I'm not sure. Whatever the chaperone that was with them that that day told them to just start reciting prayer or start reciting their school chants. You know, like their school cheers, and then you know just ignore it. So that's exactly you can hear all these kids. This group that's from that uh, Catholic school school, reciting their cheers. That's what you hear. You can hear it plain as day. It's not harassing. It's I can't even remember what their mascot is, but that's what the most of the cheers are about. And the Indian guy comes up to what he says diffuse. But he had no business being in the middle of that at all. And he walks straight up to Nick. You can clearly see it in the video. There's all these kids that are there with that Catholic school. He walks straight up to Nick because Nick has the MAGA hat on. And he starts chanting his prayer and hitting his drum while he is staring at him face to face. Nick doesn't say a word. In fact, one guy, one kid from his group says something like, um, I can't remember exactly what it is, something to the effect of uh, go chant elsewhere or something, I don't know, something like that. And Nick turns around and tells him, no, 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 stop, stop. And turns back around and the guy is still chanting it in his face. It's not like he's chanting it from a couple feet away. He is like nose to nose practically with him doing this. I had seen the photo of like right. together. And the the Indian gentleman is saying he just wanted to go the to the top American of this guy, right? Native American. I'm sorry. Yes. The Native American. I am sorry about that. The Native American gentleman wanted to go to the top of the stairs, and he was saying Nick was stopping him. But you can clearly see in the videos that he was not. Mm. Like I said, I have a hard time believing he done nothing. But then again, I like I said, I, I will also be honest with you and say I have not seen the whole video. So I cannot openly say one way or another, too, because... I haven't seen. I think this I, is... Honestly, I passed. I remember when it was a big thing, and I right. saw the post of it. Yes. I literally passed all of them up because I politics drive me so crazy. So I did pass all of them up, so I'm not a good judge. I, I didn't see think... the clip they sent. I didn't see the whole video. I didn't care to. <laughs> I think he has a good basis for his lawsuit, and uh, I personally hope he wins. Because CNN had no right whatsoever to air what they did, say what they did about Nick, without even knowing him, and their family in turn received death threats and such. And that ain't right. So I I think he deserves, I think the lawsuit is not frivolous, and I think he deserves it all, and I think... I wish him good luck with not only this lawsuit, but the lawsuit he has against the Washington Post as well. I just think there's too much lawsuits. I'm sorry, that's news. All news does that. It's not just CNN. I, CNN but does yeah, it. Fox does it. But they should have to pay for what this family is going through. Their house is getting vandalized. They're having death threats. I think they deserve it. Mm. I don't know. I'd have to see everything and go more into it. Like I said... I passed it all up. I you, did. I remember the right. like the headlines of it, but I yeah. passed all of them up. I literally read not a one. No, <laughs> it, tell me what y'all think. The video, like I said, is easily acceptable. 
yeah, or acceptable. You know, acceptable. It's easily acceptable. It's it, you can see it anywhere. And um, tell me what you think. Seriously, I would uh, kind of like to know how you rate on this. I myself am for him, and I hope he wins. Well, I am going to kind of stay in the theme of school. Oh, okay. Uh, and go to the school of hard docs. All right. So, and this is right here from our... My alma mater. Wonderful, wonderful state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, it uh, might be then. No, it's... Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> a bus driver is facing a slew of charges after she drove erratically and then flipped off students while telling them to go fuck yourselves before abandoning them at a gas station. All right. So she had a little bit of a break. Little, little, little bit of a mental... Just a bit. Yeah, okay. So th- And this happened last week. Her name is Lori Ann Mancos. She was driving middle and high school students home, so this is like the afternoon going home from school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of the kids noticed that the driver, she wasn't following the usual route that, you know, you do the same route every day. You know oh, exactly yeah, what... you know the way the bus is going. Definitely. Oh, yeah, and they, they noticed that, well, this is weird, it's not her usual route, and, you, you know, you're kind of on edge, like, looking, uh-huh. and then they noticed that she appeared to be kind of agitated all day, more than her normal self, like, she just seems kind of agitated, and the major thing that really threw everybody off was there was a right-hand turn, and when she took it, she was going, I mean, just, like, way too fast to be taking a school bus at a right-hand turn. <laughs> she was two-wheeling it. She, pretty much, she and that's when they all really started paying attention, like, oh, station. shit, we're gonna flip. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that was probably the scariest point of the ride, oh, and yeah. at that point, my heart was racing, and I was pretty nervous, says one of the students. Jeez. Uh, the new station actually obtained video footage from one of the students on the bus, so you can actually find, like, one mm-hmm. of the students fl- put up their phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has a goddamn smartphone with cameras and all that. Oh, yeah, wherever. And, so, uh, and then was saying, call the school, this is not even funny, a female student said in the video, pull over. Uh, the driver refused to pull the bus over to the side of the road. She told us to go fuck yourselves and then flip this off. You know, stuck her hand in the air and flipped this off, which I love because that is such a student statement. She yes. said they flipped this off. You know, like, you know, when you put your finger yeah, in the air, you like, know, like, this off. You're like, what? And you said middle school, so you figure these kids are 13, 14, 15? Yeah, these were middle and high school kids. Yeah. So this is anywhere from, you figure, 6th to 12th grade. Wow. Could possibly be anything in there. Damn. Uh, the bus driver is heard in the video asking the students if they want her to stop the bus. Do you want, or I'm sorry, do you want if I just pull over and call to everybody's parents to pick them up? The driver asked. Literally in unison, all you hear is, yes. Yes, like a resounding yes do. from the students. What? So the driver eventually parked at a Sunoco, handed the keys to a gas station employee, and walked away from the scene. <laughs> sorry. Like literally just walked in and goes, Here's a fucking bus. Can you imagine away. being that Sunoco employee? Oh my goodness. Oh. That person's like, I don't get paid enough for this um. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I don't work. I was just going to clean up the bathrooms, put some toilet paper on. <laughs> yeah. The Northampton School District uh, is where this person was from. Wow. And their superintendent did say that he was extremely upset. Uh, officials that are extremely upset about this, but very thankful that no one was hurt. Oh, yeah. Uh, he said the district has been calling contracting with the bus company for more than 20 years with no instances even closest ever right. having happened with this bus company. Uh, she was, she's 44, by the way. It's not even younger. She's a 44-year-old woman. Uh, 
was charged with child endangerment. Yeah. Driving under the influence because she was drunk. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense in my head now. Continue. And careless and reckless driving. Gosh. Oh, and by the way, when she left and handed the gas station attendant, that poor, poor gas station attendant, the keys, she closed the bus up. So they were locked onto the bus. They had to use the, you know, like the emergency exit. Emergency exit, yep. That's what the students had to open up to get out, and they called, you know, they started calling their parents. And then the, once the school, the one of them would also call the school, or I guess one of the parents did, I don't know right, which right. one. So once they heard, they immediately got a bus over there as quick as they could to help finish taking the kids home. And then some of the kids' parents were able yeah, to just come get them. Come and get them. Dang. So all the students were okay. They all got home and all, thankfully. Like, nothing nothing happened. But Somebody was upset. Someone was hammered. Somebody had to get the bottom shelf liquor. That's why she was mad. She said, this tastes like shit. Yeah, well, that's why it's only $3 a bottle. She had a little mad dog as well. She she went and grabbed one of them four locos trying to do the job real quick. Some wild turkey or something. Chicken, chicken. Oh, my goodness. She was mad. Yeah. I I could not believe I wonder what the penalty is for those charges. Is it just a fine? Is it jail time? I'm sure there's jail time involved in those charges when it's child endangerment. I would think so. I would definitely think so, but I don't know. In Pennsylvania, a DUI alone is jail time, actually, in PA. Okay, good, good. So, I mean, if that's going to be there and then you're just, you're escalating on every charge on top of that is just making it a greater and greater scenario. So, I'm presuming jail time of how much and what to extent i have no idea the articles i read i read about three different ones i just hope this doesn't reflect badly on the school because it really seems from what you've said that the school has really no responsibility into in this you know what i mean no i will say that like the northampton school district it doesn't seem that they did anything lackluster or half-assed to have this happen Yes. They've been contracting the same bus company for 20 years. Right. They've never had an issue with the company or exactly. with drivers. They they did their best to get someone else over there as quick as they could. Contact. They didn't know what was going on at the time. <laughs> no, you don't know that. And you can't hey. prevent something you don't know is going to happen. You no, know because what I mean? bus drivers, they take the bus back with them to the barn. Yes. So it's not like... She came into the office and grabbed the keys. And right, like, and was smelling of alcohol. Smell du- yeah. You, you, you smell a little drunk there, ma'am. I'm not drunk. I. It's not like they're paying attention. You figure those buses, they park out in front of the school like 20 minutes before school gets right. out. They start lining up. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's even teachers out there at the time to go, hmm, Miss Lori in bus 37 over there is a little, weaving a little bit. <laughs> She's parked in the next lot over. Does anybody want to tell her come on or <laughs> should we just leave her there? Oh, no, there she go. Yep, she's at the school playground right now. Honey, we're not going to need you there. Yeah, <laughs> door sites or curb side. <laughs> I, I, I was, and what kills me is, first of all, why the hell are you driving drunk? Thank Especially you. Especially as a school bus driver. So yes. you know this is also, by the way, this has to be like three in the afternoon. Right. Where the fuck did you go wrong in life? <laughs> well, I mean, you're a school bus driver. I think that's where you went wrong in yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. Case endpoint. Sorry. Okay. You Next answered point. your own question. <laughs> if you're going to, why can't you at least be one of the happy drunks? At least make the kids go, dude, that was the best yes. bus ride ever. Let's not flip them off and be like, All right, fuck kids. yourselves. Who wants to 
take the wheel. Everybody? Yeah. Who wants to sign today? Who who wants to honk the horn? Come on. <laughs> no, instead you're an angry drunk. Yeah. You're flipping <laughs> students off and uh Miss Lori, can you pull over? Go fuck yourselves. Like, I really? can't take it anymore. <laughs> I'm 44. I'm a school bus driver. I'm 44. <laughs> I work two hours a day for chicken scratch. I have to drink the kicking chicken. <laughs> Life's unfair. Spoil little shits. So, yeah, that was that was my first story I found out about this week. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I mean, that's good as a term. <laughs> Okay. Different. Over into package thoughts. (laughs) Yes. What do we have this week? This week we have the Cliff Bar. Now we all know the Cliff Bar is not new. They they've been out for a good long time. Mm -hmm. But what is new are they have new field Cliff Bars. This does look pretty good. I'm pretty excited. They have four different flavors out. We are doing the hazelnut butter. Mm. That's one of the flavors. They also have banana chocolate out. Ooh, that would be mine right there. That would have been good. Apple almond, I would also like. Okay, yeah. And double peanut butter. Those are the four new Mm. ones out. I mean, you can't have your own peanut butter. Now, we all know the they were started in 2003. They're actually kind of newer than I thought. And it's all organic, 110% organic. No GMOs, no artificial flavors or colors. It's not too bad. Mm, no, I like that. Mm. I it like still that a lot, has actually. a little bit of They're the... You're going to go with the protein taste. Yes, the protein Every taste. Every damn but, time. Well, you can. But I kind of <laughs> like... It tastes like a really yummy oatmeal Doesn't it? Yeah, kind of. I could see I could see where you're going with that. Mm, I kinda like that. No, I like this a lot actually. That hazelnut butter really did good. And that's supposed to be really good for you. They also have a new line of uh kid bars out. Bars made just for children. Well, that's kind of interesting. I wonder what kind of bars are those. Are they're, they just smaller or are they right? They're like more? smaller and they're big fruity flavors. Mm, I really did like that, I have to say. No, I like that. I I could see where everybody's obsession with clip I would get from. one of these, and just so you know, every time you buy a bar, a percentage of the sale uh, from this company, they go to help natural disasters. Well, that's cool. So it's good all the way around. Yeah, and that was quite tasty. Bar even more now. I'd like to try the other ones. I wouldn't. I would like to try the banana chocolate. That's the one I want to try the most. Mm. I want to try the apple almond and the double peanut butter and all as well. But like. Mm. Chocolate banana to me sounds just no. heavenly. Mm. Who was ever in the Cliff Kitchen who did this? Thumbs up. Now that is really I I would say go out I and get like the filled bars, man. I had a like I don't, it just was like a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> no, I like that. I I truly do. I'm very very happy with that. That was tasty. If you see them, get them. I would get those. If you're like a energy or protein bar kind of person, mm-hmm. that's a good one. That would be perfect for me because usually. If I'm working an evening shift, mm-hmm. my shift varies a lot, but if I'm working an evening shift, by the time I wake up, I get ready, I usually am barely hungry by the time I go to work at 2 right. or 3 in the afternoon. This would be perfect for me because usually by the time I'm hungry, I'm almost walking into work mm-hmm. to just grab on the run and eat as like my breakfast and lunch before I get, you know, six, seven hours later when I finally get to sit down again. Like, that, that also would be, would be good because a lot of people get hungry if when it's between the lunch and the dinner thing, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, later dinner. You had lunch at work, but yeah, dinner's not 
set until everybody gets home from work. So, you know what I mean? That would be a good offset. Yeah, I like that. I liked it. That was tasty. All right. For the win, Cliff Bar. All right. For my second story, allow me to wow you yet again. We have... Please not offend us again. No. Oh, only a little. (laughs) FBI for the win. That's right, baby. FBI finally gets one of their... school bus teacher was FU for the win. Yeah, that was FU for the win. This is FBI for the win. You see the difference? Still vowels, but different. (laughs) Totally different. FBI finally gets one of their most wanted after four long years of searching. Wow. Yes, that's a long time. It truly is. Could you imagine spending four years on the lam? Always having to look over your shoulder like, Knowing that they are actively searching you. for you. Yes, because he's on their <laughs> most have wanted the bounty list. on your head. Yes, that means your picture is posted everywhere. Most wanted, you damn. Oh, yeah. That's not just this county or that. That's every police station. Everybody mm-hmm. that has, you know, and you got all those old people that do nothing but follow that shit. Oh, think hell you. Yeah. <laughs> the Maryland police were responding to a call about a suspicious person in a neighborhood who was sleeping in their car. And it was in a, you know, a a, a neighborhood where that just isn't the thing. Yeah, very uppity. (laughs) Yes. So they're responding. And when they make, uh, when they get there, they end up arresting Mr. Lamont Stevenson. He was found asleep in a rental truck, just like street side, you know. And they were like, "Uh, sir... Can you know? Can you show us some ID? Um, I'm a homeless man. I was just, I just came in here to uh, warm up for tonight. They're like, okay, well, you you got some ID though. Even homeless people need some ID. <laughs> and uh, that's when he just flat out stated, "All right, I'm wanted by the FBI on a whole bunch of charges." And uh, yeah, by the way. I got a gun in the truck, too. Was it like a, a pickup truck? Or was it like a moving truck? A moving on? truck. Okay. I was just curious. So matters, they, <laughs> yeah. So they took Lamont and arrested him, took the gun he had on him and all. Why would if he had just parked and slept in the back? I don't know. Because he's an idiot. I mean, I guess it is cold. Like, cause it has been cold. It and it's has not like been. that has a heater in the and back And this end was of in it. Maryland, so. Yeah, it's not like there's a heater in the back end of them. Right, I'm so just, I could see that, I guess. If I'm on the run, I'll, I'll bring some extra blankets. Yeah. He has been on the FBI radar since 2014. He was last seen in New Jersey, so he didn't really go far. Jersey, well, they Maryland. They say sometimes it's the best. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't go far to, at all. To be able to run, you don't have to. It's not always distance. Right, right. <laughs> no, that's a good point. Anyway, the reason he was on the FBI's Most Wanted is he was charged with the strangulation of his girlfriend and her dog, which immediately okay, should now make you're an you. Asshole. Yes, thank you. Get asshole, guilty <laughs> as charged. But you're like, okay, but a lot of guys end up killing their girlfriends. Why is he on FBI's Most okay, Wanted? Okay, let's not go with a lot of guys. I don't think well, not like a, a lot of guys, but some. I don't think it's a common. Some. Oh, how was your last? Oh, that was the one that killed me. He was kind of yeah, dead. You know. I, you know, he, better now. Been married three times. They're all dead. No. Also, I was <laughs> oddly okay with it until you said the dog. Exactly. When <laughs> I, was, I was reading it, I'm like, oh, so he strangled us. Oh, he done strangled her dog too? No. 
You don't strangle a puppy dog. You don't touch a dog in a bad way. I'm telling right? you, dogs are our friends. Anyway, he was also wanted for the stabbing murder of another woman and her cat what in Washington, D.C. Um, do we hate him enough now? He strangled a dog and stabbed the cat. What the hell? There was a few women in there, too. I guess there were the whole cat and the dog, man. Anyway, the police believed that he would he was going to become like a serial killer. This was going to be a repetitive. Honestly, and I hate to say this because mm-hmm. I love animals so much, it does seem like he definitely had a theme. Right. They were afraid. a girl with an animal. Yes. She strangled, and he always had to do it the same way. Yes. The girl he strangled, her dog he strangled. Right. The girl he stabbed, he stabbed her cat. Exactly. I mean, so, it's a whole new term to slay the pussy, but yeah. <laughs> it means different things to different folks. So anyway, they were really... He probably even texted her that that night. I'm like, oh, all right, come Hi. on over, baby. They were really worried that he was going to like be repetitive and such. So they put him on the most wanted list. There was a reward for $100,000 for his arrest, but the FBI is unsure yet if the caller is going to get any of that money. Because they're not sure, like, the logistics. Because that really didn't lead to the arrest. I mean, it did, but technically they weren't calling in. They're not going to give them money. They I don't doubt. Sit. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't think ass. they They want to put it on there so people look more than find a loophole. Right. So, and I, uh, the FBI states that Mr. Malcolm will not get away this time. And I believe they were on to something. If those guys think you're going to be repeat oh, offender... Yeah. I These think they do know. nothing but study. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They study the human behavior. I think they know. That is crazy. Yeah, so, I mean, this guy could have been like another, whatever, I, I hate to say the names, but like another Ted Bundy or something. And yeah. they may have caught him in time, you know? Oh, it's always true. So, I, I think it's pretty cool guy. that they caught him. Yeah, he killed an Yeah, he, killed yeah, he strangled a dog, stabbed a cat. What the hell's wrong with you? With some woman sprinkled in between. What in the hell would he do to my turtle? Oh, huh. I shudder at the thought. Oh, it's see, okay, Tucky, you you're safe. It. Is he going to kill you differently? Because he definitely had to kill the animal and the woman in the same way. Well, you can't strangle a turtle. And it's kind of hard to stab a turtle because of the shell. So maybe, maybe he was, was going to, like, eviscerate the turtle and eviscerate me and let us bleed out. That's why I said maybe you were going to be like the bludgeon death, Ooh. where he just takes a, a crowbar or, about, you know, something of weight. Yeah. Bludgeons the back. You can bludgeon the back of the Ooh. shell. Both we guys. were safe, Tucker. Or cook you alive. Then you could eat. Well, yeah, make us into soup. You could be the, he could be, you could have been the cannibal try. Oh. How, how's cannibalism working out? Yeah, I'd have been in the papers for that one. I think we're going to be in some papers right now if we yeah, keep talking. Okay, so maybe, before we get maybe too so. far in, we get on the one list. I'm going to go over to my second story <laughs> yes, today. Yes, please do. <laughs> now, my second story is called Guilty of Loving Hard. And I'm Ooh. actually kind of following, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost following a theme with you. Yeah, Warner. I'd say you <laughs> Because first, you went with school-age kids. I had a school we? You had the FBI. I'm going to go and talk about a cop. Oh, okay. But he's, yeah, should we have a disclosure? Is this over 18? <laughs> okay. Most of our pop. The, <laughs> the fucking disclosure is when the, you see that little red E at the top of the podcast. That's telling you, careful. Just <laughs> tread you lightly. Just, 
You don't want to have this just a blaring at your office job. <laughs> but if you do, stand up and yell just <laughs> to do it. God. Um, well, he's now a, a former cop. And oh, this is going to happen in good, then. the really. place that every awesome story starts with. Florida. <laughs> We're gonna go so there down. I was in Florida. <laughs> wrestling an alligator. Now, his name, I, I think this is how you say it, Linnell, Linnell, Leonel, Marines. Nailed know. it. I'm calling him fucking Leo. Go I don't Leo. Know what his name is. Or maybe not go Leo, because I don't think I'm going to like him much. Well, homeboy Leo here, he's 36. He was using the database in his Florida police station as a dating platform. Oh, he made his own little Twitter thing. I mean, uh, not Twitter, uh, what's his dating sites? Tinder? Tinder, thank you. <laughs> he made his own little Tinder call. <laughs> Which is funny, because if you remember, what was it? Was it last week or the episode before that I was talking about the dude with the uh, New York National Guard? Yes. Who was posing as a CIA agent. Agent, right, well, to get his girlfriend at church. He stayed a cop, but he made his own dating site, which honestly could have been the next big thing. Look how Facebook started. I mean, we you all don't use know. Facebook. He sounds like an entrepreneur so far. Thing. <laughs> he should have brought it to Shark Tank, but go ahead. Well, by the time he was found out, he had gone on dates and had sex with almost 150 women in the last six years. Holy shit. So he's doing good for himself. Yeah, and this was down in Bradenton, Florida, which is uh, outside of, like, uh, Tampa area, if you know where Bradenton oh, is. Oh, the nice area. <laughs> uh, Bradenton is actually a really nice neighborhood. Okay, well, I, you just said Tampa. No it's, offense, Tampa, but you know your shit. It's not Jacksonville. Okay, but still, have you, you've been to Tampa. It's better than Jacksonville. Okay, if you say so. I'm telling you, look at any any statistics. It ain't gonna be crime rate. Look at school. Look at crime. I'm either going all the way down to the Keys, or I'm going back up to Georgia. Okay. Well, I thought when you said all the way down, I thought you were gonna go to Miami. I'm like, that's not any no, better. No, no, I don't want no Miami either. <laughs> you're not helping your cause. No, no Bradenton's actually nice. A lot of like the Bradenton High School has a mm-hmm. huge, huge baseball in their high school. Mm-hmm. Many MLB players have come from Bradenton. Okay. But okay. Neither here nor there. Not the point of it. Uh, The police chief said during a news conference that Leo, as I'm calling him, (laughs) betrayed the trust of his department and the citizens of Bradenton and cast a dark shadow on our law enforcement profession. Yeah, because they're so respected in Florida. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Leo was not utilizing this data for law enforcement purposes whatsoever. She well, said, he may have brought his handcuffs along a few times. That is true. So you don't know. Instead, he was using it in a variety of ways via social media, cold telephone calls, visits to their home under the guide of them him being there for police business. <laughs> you name it. To try to get dates with these women. And he was very persistent and successful at times. And by the way, they say at times, I'm thinking over 150, homeboy had a good track record. In his efforts to do He so. had a good spiel. He yeah. was like, hey, what's, what's you doing? Yeah, he I'm is, Officer uh, Leo. How you doing? <laughs> I like the little joke you're going to He is currently under FBI investigation. <laughs> the internal inquiries did start in June of last year when the ex-cop followed a woman in his police cruiser, knocked on her door, and the home was her parents. <laughs> he said he told the woman's parents. Strike he got, one. 
Well, see, this guy had, like, a story to go on, man. Because oh. he told the woman's parents he got a call about a domestic dispute and wanted to talk to the woman. said, I just got a call about this domestic dispute. I need to talk to her, make sure she wasn't involved. Yeah. Valid. Okay, okay, you know, yeah. Uh, what I told you, he's got to be a, he's gotta have you a good spiel. You know he's a smooth talker. Oh, he is. However, the parents knew uh, no incident had occurred and wouldn't let Leo see their daughter. <laughs> Later, the police called the commander and... Leo said he visited the house because a woman had had a headlight had had a headlight out on her car. So smooth talker, not good at remembering what his story was because he told the chief something else. The department then not good at the whole lying thing and discovered his database queries most involved women who weren't involved with any police cases. Uh, and then he uh, even shared they the were all between five eight five ten blonde or brunette. <laughs> Sorry. Well, Beaven shared that the police interviewed nearly 150 women and that a portion of the group was actually interviewed again, revealing repeated inappropriate contact. So the database auditing practices have since been improved so that similar situations can be avoided in the future. Leo wasn't married or anything, was he? I, I doubt it. I doubt that very highly. Pretty sure he was single officer. Okay, got it, got it. <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah. He was swinging his billy club around. <laughs> I like him. I kind of like Leo, sorry. Okay, you need to stop liking him so much. It's, <laughs> it's a little frightening. What he did was fucked up. Yeah. And you're over there going, get some. <laughs> Go get him, Leo. Doing? Leo the lion. <laughs> also, I still don't even know if he goes by Leo. Oh, I don't he know. He may fucking hate that. <laughs> Yeah, he's probably like, I have never been called Leo in my life. Well, Well, you know what? I can't say your first name, so you're fucking Leo. (laughs) (laughs) Hit us up, Leo. Tell us. You like Leo or no Leo? Hey, hey, Leo, how you doing? You know my people's going to be in the same jail. He's probably like, (laughs) he ain't going to have a good time. Go get him, Leo. (laughs) All right. We know what that means. Last clip for my last story. Y'all are going to love this. This meal closing is actually good news. Good news. Good news. Also, that has to be like a really Pittsburgh thing to say. Because most people, (laughs) a meal closing is like, oh, okay. Like, what's happening? I don't get it. Well, if you're from around this area, you'd be like, "Uh, I get what you're saying. I get it. Mill clothes, that's why I didn't eat for a year. Yeah, Uh, that's cool shit. They'd love it. Around here, they're laughing. No, around here, they're laughing. Laughing their asses off. Jagos. Okay. Now, this... (laughs) A Georgia man has been arrested after more than 700 dogs were found at his puppy mill. Michael Vick? No, because they weren't fighting. So no Michael Vick. Sorry. Sorry, Mike, baby. These are not pit bulls. These are little toy chihuahuas. Little chihuahua. Ooh, essay. Okay. Officers (laughs) Officers say the conditions of the meal were inhumane and completely out of control. Now, Craig Gray is facing charges of animal cruelty and obstruction. However, this was a licensed mill, which sold many dog breeds for $600 each. So he was selling these little dogs $600 each. He had over 700 of them. 
I don't really do uh, the good math stuff, but the good that's math a stuff. lot of money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, I'm always on on board for the adopt don't shop. I I agree. Oh my god, yes, it's like he read my mind. Anyway, according to the Humane Society, the animals have lived their whole lives inside of crates, just jammed, packed in crates that were so full, these little puppies had to sleep standing up. That's how crowded it was. Do you know what else? Who else had to sleep standing up? That's how crowded those Nazi trains were. I'm just saying. He treated these little puppies like little... Jewish people. Anyway. As if you were a Nazi. Yeah. That's I mean, right. Let's, let's Yeah, let's he's like the Hitler of dogs. That's how rotten he is. So if you know a Craig Gray saluting. No, no, no. No, I mean the Hitler salute. No, that's not Why any better. Know? Okay. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't. But anyway, don't like him. You're gonna get us off the air this next week. <laughs> God damn. They were also matted in feces. They had never been held, never walked, just kept alone their whole lives. They were, Gray was initially was to surrender 630 dogs, but when the police came to pick up those 630 dogs, they found well over 700. So, the officers on the scene hope that these dogs will be adopted, but first they all have to receive the medical care and everything, you know, uh, yeah. that comes with that. That was a shitty last clip. Yeah, they have to go around to all the local humane societies, but he said that for as filthy and inhumane as the conditions were, he believes that these dogs will survive because good. they were, you know what I mean? Good. So, that's a good thing. And you have really, this, yeah. Like, what the hell is wrong with you and trying to pick out every animal abuse story? Are you trying to make us feel bad? I just, I don't like people who are mean to animals. Well, stop bringing it up, man. That's it's, cruel. And Craig Gray. I want him to sleep standing you up. right now. I do. I want him to sleep standing up right now. Yes, never, never I agree. Send him to the death penalty just like the other guy. Having him be matted with feces. <laughs> Nasty man. Well, my last clip today is one beer here. All right. Liking the title. Liking it. So, Make a little ultra light, please. Uh, an Australian man named Dean, he was traveling to Perth on, on a Qantas flight. Okay. Well, his beloved beer... Foster's. What? Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> they wouldn't let him take it on the plane with him. Oh, not even in Australia? Exactly. I figured in Australia yeah. you can pretty much take your beer well, wherever the hell you want. He, uh, he had a plan, though, and it, it turned out way better than him and his mate could have ever, ever expected. <laughs> what he did, he didn't have any check baggages. It was just a quick flight. He just had his backpack. So he checked his beer can as his checked baggage. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now, obviously, they went to the other end not really expecting it to come out, just thinking, Let's just see. Yeah. Well, apparently the handlers got just as much of a kick out of it because it came out well before everybody else's luggage. Oh, hell yeah. They're probably like... Tagged on the conveyor belt. Oh, yeah. Going around in the circle, standing <laughs> upright. So, I mean, obviously there's other people that definitely also appreciated his, his humor yeah, situation. Yeah, it's fun with it. I like it. Nice to see happy... There, he's not a mean drunk. No. 
I mean, he's probably drunk, but... Yeah, but he didn't flick off any kids. None whatsoever. No, he didn't even tell him to go fuck himself. No, see what I mean? That's that's awesome. He and, didn't strangle no dogs or nothing. And what's awesome is if you look, like, you can see it has the uh, the luggage tag. It's just wrapped around the can because it has to be barcoded <laughs> on there some way. Yes, and I just, love it. It got... Had to go through the little way thing so he put the tag on it and print it out. Got sent to the back, and sure enough, when he got out at the other end, there it is, just coming around all by itself, just uh, happily going around wave the it. carousel. Yeah, hi, beer. I know it's not a long last clip, but I saw that and I was in love. Could you imagine how many? You know, people always take the wrong luggage. So we go, yeah. oh yeah, that's my beer. Get your hands off my beer. I love. Like, you know the hand, the baggage handlers. How did he go over there? Is this... Is that a beer? Is that something Come over here. here? Who did this? One of y'all do this? Get over here, mate. Let's, let's look at this. You gotta one. see this. You know they took the best care of her of that. Oh, hell yeah. They probably just... They were like, this is no. perfect. You know they set that up just perfect so it wouldn't uh-huh. do anything. would go around. <laughs> probably calling up the baggage handlers the next airport. Okay, so dude, this flight coming in... <laughs> There's going to be a package on there. Trust Take me, good care of it, man. You're going to get a kick out of it. When you open it up, we have it sitting off to the left-hand side. You're going to love I'm it. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. You're going to laugh. You're going to appreciate it. Take good care <laughs> of it, man. I like it. I like that I guy. that was awesome. Only in Australia. Australia sounds like such a fun-ass country. Yeah, I mean, if everything doesn't kill you there, yes. If you survive the spiders and snakes, I think you're fine. Come if, on. If, if Australia itself doesn't kill you, <laughs> sounds amazing. If you can make it out of there alive, probably the greatest place there is. Yeah, you people always seem like you're having such fun. You have fun with life. Yes. Fun. Fun, fun. But that's about all I have this week. That's all I got. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you as always for listening. Mm-hmm. Make sure you keep in contact with us. Tell yes, us what you think please. about the stories. What are yes. your opinions? Yes. Uh, whatever what do you, you want to say. Of, what do you really honestly think of Tampa if you've ever been there? Come it's on. It's better than Jacksonville. Really? I've been to both. It is. I've been to both. and Jacksonville is like, it's, it's one of the worst places in America. Yeah, but Tampa's pretty nasty. It might be, but it, it's it's safer. What do you say we just, like, saw Florida off of the you know? No, I don't want to do that. There's too many good news stories. That's true. That is half of my entertainment is reading That's very Florida. Cool. And then we would lose the freaking keys, and I love that. Yeah, I don't care about that. Oh! Oh, may you rot in hell. What? You would lose Orlando. Yeah, but who cares? Um, anybody that likes amusement parks ever? There's more to go around. Visit another state. Ah. I'm just saying. And oranges. Florida oranges are fucking amazing. And their orange juice down there? Oh, damn. And you would miss the Emerald Beaches over by, like, Pensacola and stuff like that. I want some of that orange. There's some beautiful beaches They give you free samples of orange juice when you go in when you stop at their visitor center. Oh, that is the best damn orange juice in the freaking free world. It is. It is amazing. Okay, we'll keep them around. I was going to keep them anyway for news Can we put a fence around it anyway? (laughs) Just keep Florida people in. (laughs) (laughs) Like, y'all are awesome. We just keep you contained a little bit. (laughs) Just hand the juice over the fence. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> but let us know what you think. Yes. You can contact us on our Facebook, Relative Reaction, on our Twitter, Relative Reaction. You can tweet us. We check all those. If you have don't have social media for whatever reason and you are just so outdated in this today's technology, oh, it's oh, fine because we even have gasp. an email. You can email us, relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. Like I said, if you want to go above and beyond and really be a, just an amazing person, go over to wherever you listen to your podcasts at. Mm-hmm. Give us that five-star rating and a comment. With those two things combined, that helps so much. And you have like, you have no idea how much that really helps It surely does. Yep. yep, yep, Thank you, as always, for listening to us. Oh, of course. Uh, even though apparently you are just all on the, the hurting of animals this week, and it, it hurts my heart. Yeah. Make sure yeah. that we we do love our animals here. Even oh, we if do, your stories do. don't don't portray that, we do. I do anyway. So whatever. I love I'm animals. On the one that I matters. hate people who strangle and stab them, but I love animals. Make sure that you get your pets spayed and neutered, and you control yes. some of the pet population and, and some of your relatives. relatives. Like if they're gonna... call me Leo. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, Leo might need neutered, if anything else. Like, he can stay, but he's, he he's going to have to be made or something like that. Yeah,